Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello and welcome to Women Camp. Thank you for joining the conversation with the Women Camp community today. Women Camp is a women's empowerment community where we are motivating women to fulfill their purpose. This broadcast is designed to inspire, motivate, and encourage women of all ages, shapes, colors, and sizes. We are all women. Here to be courageous, anointed, mighty, and powerful. Stay tuned and join the conversation with your host, Servola, and the Women Camp Team. Well, good morning. Thank you all so much for joining us today on Women Camp. So excited to have you guys with us on the line today. And we have some exciting news of some upcoming uh, event here with the Women Camp community. We have our Lady C coming up. And so please stay on the line for more information about that. And we'll be back to hit into the broadcast today. Hi, ladies. I'm Sabola Frazier. Spring forward fearlessly with me and the Women Camp community on May 13th from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. here in Orlando. As ambitious women, we start well, but sometimes we experience what I call the midpoint cloudiness and struggle our way to the finish line. This is the area of our journey where we are tempted to take shortcuts, give up goals, or simply let go of our dreams. Have you lost your focus lately? Are you feeling a bit overwhelmed? I've experienced this myself, and I have good news to share with you. I invite you to join me for tea, where I will show you that you can blow through the cloudiness and finish strong. Space is limited, so reserve your ticket today at www.women-camp.com. All right, all right, all right. So it's so exciting to come to you today as we conclude our segment today on the the, the series that we've been doing, No More Limits. And I'm so excited about No More Limits because I believe that this whole segment has been uh, an uplifting, inspirational tool for women all across the world, just to be able to be encouraged and to be empowered and to know that someone is standing with you and standing beside you as you're trying to burst through the limitations that you may be feeling in your life. So I'm going to recap a couple of things that we have went over in this month. As as we get into this, I'm going to lean on Doc and Samantha to chime in on various areas where where they have um, been inspired, inspired by some of the things that we've talked about. And so I'm excited about this whole month that we've been 
doing on No More Limits because I believe that it helps us to realize the areas in our lives where we may be experiencing some challenges and the areas in our lives where we ourselves are ready to move forward and get beyond where we are or some areas where we may have been stagnant. So we started out talking about what limitations are and getting that understanding of how we have developed certain limitations in our lives. And from there, we went, we broke that down a little bit to describe that there is a decision period that we have when we're right there on the brink of, of creating those limitations in our lives. So right before that limitation is actually um, um, solidified in our lives, we have a decision to make. And it's at that decision point or phase where it either becomes a limitation or it does not become a limitation. Either we, we you know, commit it to being an area where we just feel like we're not going to be able to make it through or we see it as an area where we'll be able to overcome and be able to persevere and get to the other side. And so we talked about why do we limit ourselves on our journey to fulfill the life that we want to have, that heaven on earth experience. And many times, you know, as I started this, we started talking about how, you know, we all had New Year's resolutions. We had, uh, I inspired or, or pushed out instead of, you know, looking at it as a New Year's resolution, looking at it as a lifestyle change so that in our mindset, we're not just saying, okay, wow, you know, I'm going to do this. But if you really look at it as a lifestyle change, then we'll devote to it the time and attention that's necessary in order for us to make the impact. And we'll realize, hey, this is not going to come overnight. I'm going to have to put a little bit more work into it. I'm going to have to put a plan in action. And, and so in putting that plan in action, then we know that there are steps that we're going to take and we know that there are things that we're going to have to overcome. And so, you know, as we've grossed in and we're, we're in March and so we're marching forward, we've got, you know, the first three months of the year we're, that we've already passed through. And in passing through these first three months, some of us may have already, have already dealt with challenges concerning, you know, not fulfilling the areas where we, or letting go of the, the lifestyle change or the New Year's resolution that we have established for ourselves. And so I want to encourage those of you who are out there who are listening today who may have said, man, I had all these things I wanted to do at the beginning of the year, and it just seems like I'm just not where I need to be with that. I want you to pick those things back up, listen to the the different segments on the podcast here, and just walk it through. Go back and re-listen to the different areas that we've shared on limitations and how we can put limitations before ourselves, and then write out a plan and say, okay, I'm going to still accomplish this. I still have, you know, nine months left in the year to accomplish what this lifestyle change that I desire for myself. And so I want you to go back in and chart that out for yourself and begin to write it out and say, okay, this is what I will achieve. I commit to doing this. And as you commit yourself to it, I am confident that you will be able to accomplish it. Now, the other thing I want to continue on is that there we talked about, you know, as we continue to pull through the discussion on limitations and recognizing that, you know, we we are the ones who allow these limitations to come forward. We have to take ownership of that. So we talked about what is your limit. And we talked about pushing through your limit. And pushing through your limit, we had some some interesting and hard talks 
about understanding personal sabotage, how we personally sabotage ourselves, and how in personally sabotaging ourselves, sometimes we're not cognizant of what we've done to push ourselves back, you know, 10 steps, 20 steps, whatever it may be. We're not cognizant that we've done that. And so we have to do that introspection of ourselves before we start pointing the finger at someone else and say, well, they did this to me, and they caused this to happen, and they did this, and this, that, or the other. So as we talked about that, we start to realize that even in that, we're making a decision to, to either be fearful or to feel overloaded or to allow negative thoughts to creep into our mind as we were going through and understanding that, you know, we've got to push through something. And, and so in recognizing that, we talked about deliberate decisions and how I believe it was Samantha that brought this up and talking about deliberate decisions and how we have to make a deliberate decision. And sometimes that can be the easiest part of moving beyond limitations. Hey, I know I've got a limitation. I'm going to get past this. I'm going to work through it. Hey, I decided to do that today. Well, that's great. But what happens after that is sometimes the hardest part for some of us, and that is being able to follow through on what we've committed ourselves to, being able to say and, and do everything that it takes in order to get beyond that place of limitation. And so in there, we, we talked about how different strategies that you can use in order to follow through and how you can set a plan before yourself. So it's not just making the decision, but it's making a decision and following that decision up with a plan, a strategy. What, you know, what are the things that you're going to do in order to ensure that that decision that you made is going to come into fruition? And so as you develop that plan and that strategy, then you continue to step forward. And as you step forward, you go forth into having the next room, which we talked about having an accountability partner and recognizing that or accountability system, setting something up where you, you place yourself to where you're going to receive a continuous level of accountability to ensure that you are accomplishing and achieving the thing that you desire to do. So when we talked about that, we talked about the importance of having it because when you have an accountability partner or you have an accountability system established, in establishing that system, it makes you know, sometimes we don't like having someone holding us accountable, or sometimes we don't appreciate the dynamics of accountability. And so we, we may reject it, or we may, you know, decide that it's something that, oh, I don't want to, I don't know why you're holding me to the standard. I'm not sure why I have to go through all of this. Why am I dealing with this, that, or the other? And so if we're not careful, then we put ourselves in a position where we wind up fooling ourselves out of that rim of being able to have people to impact our lives in the way that we need to be impacted. So when we talked about the accountability, we also talked about that it takes a mind shift. It takes a mind transformation, that we have to transform our mind and our thoughts in order to understand and receive in this level of accountability that we desire. We, we have to realize that if we committed ourselves to something, it has to be important enough to us that we're willing to make the sacrifices necessary um, in order to get to that next place. So I'm willing to allow someone to give me feedback, constructive feedback, in order to get to the place where I know that I should be. Now, that constructive feedback may be positive, 
or I may consider to be negative. But really, in all in all fairness, when you receive that feedback, understanding that the person is looking out for you, that they are genuinely concerned about you, that they know the goal that you have in mind, and they're willing to push you to that goal, then it is very important that you shift your mind to realize, hey, this person doesn't mean any evil against me. Um, this person is looking out for me. This person is on my side. They're not against me. Uh, I I need to receive in what this person is saying because what they're saying is is going to help me to get to that next place. And so we talked about that. And and so as we look at the next phase, we talked about that there, you know, some of the key other areas that came out was recognizing that we have to be aware. We have to be self-aware. We have to pray and ask God, what are some of the limitations that we do not see? Those hidden limitations that, that we're not seeing, that we're not being able to recognize coming to the forefront in our lives. We also talked about taking responsibility and realizing that we have to take responsibility for what we say that we want and we can't expect others to just take that on for us. The other thing we talked about is the characteristics of of a good accountability partner and recognizing that the accountability partner, you know, is going to be able to tell you the truth and they're not going to be fearful of telling you the truth. They'll tell you the truth without fear, Um, that they will, you know, be your basically that dream maker for you. You know, they recognize what it's going to take in order for you to get to the dream. And so they're willing to push you in that direction, to push you in that alignment, to get to the area where you know that the dream can be fulfilled over your life. And so that person comes in and they're not afraid to say, hey, you may need to steer here or there. But we also talked about how that person may also see some areas in your life that need to be adjusted or need to be shifted or need to be dealt with and you may not see them because they're, that's a blinder to you. And because those areas are a blinder to you, then you may feel as though that per, what that person is saying to you is incorrect. However, a lot of times they're speaking from their personal experience. And so Samantha had talked a little bit about honoring your, your mentor or your coaches or, or, the, um, or the person who's discipling you honoring their story and realizing that they have a story that of how they genuinely got from A to B and recognizing and don't diminish because they've gotten to a certain place today that, well, they can't possibly understand the hard work that it is going to take for me to get through where I've got to get through. The, that, that type of mentality, you have to start suppressing that early so that you can recognize, no, this person's story is genuine. They've lived this. They've been through this. They've dealt with this. And in them living through it and dealing with it, there is some authenticity that is wrapped around there that they that they genuinely know what they're talking about. They they've experienced. They you know, as we say, they've got you know they've got the T-shirt for it. So they've been through the struggle and they recognize what they've been through. And so we talked about one of the things that we kind of set ourselves up for if we're not careful is that we begin to bargain with ourselves or with God. And that keeps us 
from pushing through. And sometimes we're not even aware that we're bargaining. So having that person as an accountability partner can help us to realize when we are the ones who are self-sabotaging ourselves. And, and so that's why the accountability partner is so important to us as we push forward and recognizing the limitations and actually pushing through those limitations. And it's so important as we continue in our segment today that we understand that limit, pushing through limitations is not easy work. I think we've said it over and over and over again that pushing to, through your limits is not easy work. It's, it's, it's going to be hard. But recognize or and recognize that you're not by yourself in this journey. There's someone else, and that's why accountability partners are so important, because then you know that you have someone that you can lean on to say, okay, I'm feeling a little bit shaky right now. I'm just not sure about this journey that I'm about to embark upon. And so as you are leaning on that accountability partner, then you realize, hey, I can make it through. This is tough, but I can make it through. And I believe it was Doc who gave us the example of how she was working out and how when she was doing her workouts, she didn't want to do certain things. And, and her son was like, no, you've got to do this. And she didn't realize that she was at a place to where she could actually do it because he had already built her up to the place of being able to excel where he was challenging her. But because of the limitations that she had placed on herself, she, she felt challenged and she felt incapable. So how many of you out there have felt that way? you felt challenged and you felt incapable of doing something because of limitations that you placed on yourself. So what do you do with that? Do you just sit back and say, oh, well, I just can't do it. I just, I'm not going to be able to accomplish it or I'm not going to be able to achieve it or I'm not going to be able to make it through or I'm not going to be able to, to get past this. Oh, this is not going to happen or that's not going to happen or what have you. Do you just uh, center yourself around the things that you feel that you're not capable of doing, or do you do you turn on the other side of yourself and say, okay, this really is a challenge for me. This really is an area where I need to to make some adjustments, um, and and I just really need to to take this self introspection side. Am I really going to push past this? And one of the things that I do and in this is. I say to myself, okay, I, I take everything to the extreme on both sides. So I see the negative and I see the positive. And I take it all the way to the extreme on the negative side. And I take it all the way to the extreme on the positive side. And then I make a decision. So, for example, if I have a, a goal to, to reach, then what I will say is, okay, let's say we'll, we'll use a sweet chocolate cake. So if I, if I eat or if I bake this chocolate cake and this, you know, I make this, this, this wonderful rich chocolate cake where it has uh, chocolate chips in it um, and, and it has brownies caked up on top and it's just like, um, it's, it's really, really rich. And a lot of, you know, sometimes my family would be like, oh, I'd love for you to make that cake. And sometimes I'm thinking to myself, boy, if I make that cake, I'm going to want to have some couple of slices of that cake. So I have to kind of temper myself back. But I don't mind making the cake if it's a group of us that's going to have it. 
But if I make that cake and I just let it sit in my house with me and my husband, that temptation would just be there all day long, every single day of the week. And so I have to think about it. Okay, if I make the cake, the normal size that I would make it, and it's just George and I, and we eat all this cake, what's going to happen? Number one, we already know we're going to gain weight. Number two, then that's going to drive our sugar rush up, so then I'm going to want more cake or I'm going to want something else to replace that that sugar rush that I got from the cake, having that cake all week. Then number two, then if I gain more weight and then I, if I can't control my sugar, then it's going to perpetuate me to creating a cycle where I'm just continuing to gain weight and becoming more and more unhealthy. And if I become more and more unhealthy, I'm not going to be as active as I want to be. I'm not going to be able to get out and go. My life is going to, the things that I'm able to do now are going to be affected. Um, I'm going to receive a lot more increased pain because those of you who know my testimony or if you've been a part of our Women Camp online series, um, you realize I, I share a testimony in there about how when I was, when I weighed over 200 and something pounds and how I was in pain all the time, consistently every day. And, and so I had to deal with that challenge. And so in moving forward, today I realized and recognized now that I, you know, took on the challenge of losing the weight, then I realized, okay, I, I'm a little, I'm mobile. The pain, I don't have as much pain as I used to have. Uh, I'm able to get out and go. I feel the freedom of being able to get out and go. Um, and then the freedom of being able to, 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 feel confident in who I am as a woman and who I am as who God has called me to be is so important. And so all of that is wrapped up into that decision. So I'll go all the way to the negative, then I go all the way to the positive, and then I decide, okay, is it worth it? Is it worth it? And in deciding, is it worth it? Then that's where every, that's where the rubber meets the road. Because once I make that decision on what something is worth, if it's truly worth it to me to take that on, then as I'm talking about the worth, then I start to realize, okay, well, if I'm going to, if it's going to cause all of these negative things in my life, then maybe it's not where I should be. And if I can receive all these positive things in return, then maybe it's worth the sacrifice. That's just one of the things that I use in order to push past some of the limitations that I may be facing um, in my life at this time. And so I realize that as I'm moving through and, and going through different things, that I have to be cognizant of the consequences of what I'm in the middle of. If I do it, this is what's going to happen. If I don't do it, this is what's going to happen. And always recognizing that just because it's uncomfortable doesn't mean it's a reason not to do it. And I think that's an area where we all have to kind of take that, that introspective. You're not always comfortable with changes that you have to make in your life. But it doesn't mean that because it's uncomfortable, it's a change that you should not make. Of all that we talked about, or maybe an extensive overview of all that we talked about this month, no more limits and living the life heaven on earth 
and realizing that that's going to require a little discipline. So in just a few moments, we're going to go into bringing everything to a great summation and just bringing you guys into where we're going next. And I'm, I'm so grateful that, you know, uh, Doc and Samantha are with us. And, you know, I'm going to give them an opportunity to share. But first, I just want to push back out there this announcement concerning the ladies' tea that's coming up on May the 13th. Looking forward to having you guys with us in this time. Hi, ladies. I'm Sabola Frazier. Spring forward fearlessly with me and the Women Camp community on May 13th from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. here in Orlando. As ambitious women, we start well, but sometimes we experience what I call the midpoint cloudiness and struggle our way to the finish line. This is the area of our journey where we are tempted to take shortcuts, give up goals, or simply let go of our dreams. Have you lost your focus lately? Are you feeling a bit overwhelmed? I've experienced this myself, and I have good news to share with you. I invite you to join me for tea, where I will show you that you can blow through the cloudiness and finish strong. Space is limited. So reserve your ticket today at www.women-camp.com. All right, all right. So, Samantha, if you would, share with us some of the key things that stuck out to you as we were going through this segment this month on No More Limits and living the heaven-on-earth life of your dreams, but recognizing that it's going to require discipline. But if you trust God through this process, you'll be able to make it through to the other side. So what are some of the, the key things, and I've done an extensive summary of, of all of some of the key points that we talked about, but I just want you to share with us some of the areas that just kind of really stuck out to you and, um, and areas that, you know, may have, you know, as you were going through the week that you thought of, hey, this is another component to that no more limits and how we can apply this to our lives. Good morning, Prophetess. Good morning, Pastor Charlene. Uh, good morning, everyone. You know, Prophetess, I'm I'm just really one of those people that um, I'm I'm always a person that looks inward. And so when you talk about no more limits and pushing past um, any boundaries that may be or obstacles that may be set, I'm a person that always looks to myself and says, okay, um, what did I do to 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 hinder or to stop this process? And so. When we look back and we talk about um, talk about things that we we discussed over the time, I would I would have to say that for me, um, it's it's looking at the obstacles, seeing what what um, and and knowing that self talk sometimes um, can reverse the process of progress. Um, that when we talk ourselves out of things at times, that we we um, remove ourselves from that that position of progress, that position of moving forward, not because the obstacle was too hard, not because um there was there was you know, it was it was too difficult for us to get to get over, to get past, to get through, but we simply um began to to release things that we thought 
could hinder the process. And so we we um, ended up removing ourselves from it and, and stopping ourselves and, and overcoming that by beginning to, to speak life and beginning to uh, see what we could and, and beginning to speak into us what we could do for ourselves, how we can accomplish the, ca- the task, how we can accomplish the goal, how we can uh, reach our full potential if we just remove ourselves from the equation and begin to um, – begin to speak life into it and begin to just move forward in spite of the fear. Um, another thing was just beginning to um, beginning to, to count up the cost and saying, okay, now this is, these are the things that I can, um, that I can remove in order to accomplish this task because this is my season. This is my time to accomplish this task. And if I remove these little things that really are, aren't, um, aren't that, that, um, valuable in my life, then there is room for me to accomplish the test. There is room for me to accomplish the goal because I can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens me. Amen. 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 I agree with that completely because, you know, I deal with that. And I, and I think that that's one of those areas, even um, those who are athletes are, you know, are prone to dealing with is that self-talk having that conversation with yourself to get yourself to that point to where you need to be in order to accomplish what you know that you should accomplish. And then recognizing that as you basically talk to yourself, that you are setting yourself up for, for success because you're, you're now you're mentally focused, you're mentally engaged on where you need to be. And, and because you're mentally engaged then you can you can push yourself forward to accomplish it. And I thought about something that I heard this week when I was at a session, and uh, one of the the facilitators said to us that um, the difference between um, Olympic athletes and um, the, you know those who go to work every day is that Olympic athletes practice, 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 practice for the opportunity to have an excellent performance. And for those of us, we are performing, 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 and we really we rarely get the opportunity to, to practice something unless we're intentional about that practice. And so even in your lives where you're trying to take on a this, this idea and this concept, or not trying, but you're taking on this idea and this concept of pushing past the limitations in your life, it's very important that you give yourself room to practice, practice, practice. And that falls in line with what Samantha was just talking about, about self-talk. You know, give yourself every opportunity that you can, practice talking to yourself, practice speaking positive over yourself, practice, you know, saying good things about yourself, posting things up so that you draw yourself to the attention of speaking what you want to come forth in your life over your life versus just limiting your ability or your capability of being able to accomplish the greater that God has established for you. So as you are talking to yourself, then you're helping yourself to be able, especially if you're speaking the word of life over yourself, then you're helping yourself to be able to push past. And so we have to guard what we say about ourselves and what we say to ourselves. Would you agree, Samantha, that a lot of times that we initially we don't even recognize that we're speaking negatively about ourselves, that we don't even see that we're talking down about ourselves because we try to classify that as, well, I'm just being real with myself. Have you ever said that to yourself where I'm just, well, I'm just being real with myself. And 
in saying that, what you're doing is saying, okay, well, I've already limited my capability to achieve more because I don't see myself greater than, I, I can't see myself accomplishing greater than what I see right now. And in doing that, what we're doing is we're closing ourselves off from the ability to be able to get to the, the next level. And I would say, so the next thing is you've got, Samantha hit on the first thing. The first thing is you got to talk to yourself and speak positive over yourself. I would say then one of the next things that you need to do, maybe not directly in that order, is that you've got to see yourself and where you want to be. You've got to see yourself where you want to be. You know, if, if, you, if it's your goal, you know, when we talk about doing the memory boards or the vision boards at the um, beginning of the year, and we tell people that if it's your goal to, to lose weight, because that's a, a popular um, New Year's resolution or lifestyle change, is to lose weight and get to a healthy weight, not just, you know, getting skinny or whatever, but just getting to a healthy weight. And, and so we'll tell, people, we'll, we'll tell people, hey, pick out a picture of what looks healthy to you and, and put that picture up as your, as your, um, as your goal. And, and what I told people is pick out the picture, cut, you know, cut the person's head off, put your head on top of it. So that's how you see yourself. Start seeing yourself as the finished product of what you're believing for. Now, Samantha, have you ever have you ever done that? Have you ever um, taken the time to see yourself as the end product of what you were looking for? And tell us how that impacted your life. Being able to see the finish, you know, see the finish before it ever happened, and then actually start walking into that. Amen, prophetess. Um, that's that's absolutely correct. I actually have done that, um, seeing myself in that position before I actually finish it. And not only do I, I visualize seeing myself um, with the goal accomplished, but I actually I will um, find people who have accomplished the goal, and I will put myself in the midst of their company because I understand that if if that's um, those are the people that I'm hanging around, the people that have accomplished something that I'm trying to, uh, to a goal that I'm trying to reach. They've accomplished something that, a, a task that I'm trying to accomplish, and they're already in the midst of it. What I realize is that if I hang around those people, if I put myself in the midst of their company, it, right. it um, even so solidifies where I'm trying to go. It, it um, motivates me to be able to say, okay, this is where, this is the task that I'm trying to accomplish. I'm around people who have a yes, you can type mentality. They're going mm-hmm. to encourage me accomplish that task because they've already gotten there and they say, yeah, you can do this. They don't, they don't have a negative mentality regarding um, the, the goal, the task, the vision, because they're walking in it. So, you know, when you put yourself in that place, when you put yourself in that position around people who can speak life into you, people who can say, yes, I've, I, you can accomplish this because I've done it. And if, you, and if I've done it, then you can absolutely do it. Then you find that, that um, it's a lot easier to, to stay on target, you find that it's a lot um, that you're you're in the midst of people who will motivate you and not discourage you. You you find that you stay focused on accomplishing that goal. And so, my answer to your question is yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, that made me think of something that I've heard said often, and I and I believe I've heard our our bishop say it before, um, that your association determines your destination. Who you associate with, you know, gives an outlook on where you're trying to go. And if you don't, if you're associating with someone who who is not pushing forward, who's not moving forward in in their life then that, that's going to begin to rub off on you. That association begins to rub off on you if you're not careful. So you're definitely, you're absolutely right. That it's not only just talking to yourself, it's not only just seeing yourself as it, but also associating yourself with people who are accomplishing and who are walking in the area that you want to walk in. And what does that do? That what? That shifts our mindset. You know, it calls that all of these things cause a dynamic shift of thought in your mind. And it reminds me of the scripture that says that let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. He didn't walk after the flesh, but he walked after the spirit. And so we have to realize that when we begin to say and speak of ourselves, what we know God has said about us, when we begin to see that thing coming into fruition and it can actually come to pass, you believe it, you accept it, you walk into it. Then you begin to walk with the wise, because the scripture tells us to walk with the wise, or to, to, to not find ourselves in the company of those who are not wise. Uh, why? Because you, your association is going to what? Add fuel to whatever you believe. So if you associate with people who are not wise, then guess what? It's going to begin to diminish that dream that you have for yourself because they, they can't see it. And, and if you allow yourself to be affected by it, then you'll what? you won't be able to see it. But if you associate with folks who can see beyond where you are, then guess what? Then it pushes you to continue to press beyond where you are, continue to go beyond where you are, continue to see yourself launching forward to a greater level in your life. And so then I would say the next thing is that you have to keep, you have to walk it out. It's not enough just to talk it. It's not enough just to see it. It's not enough just to be around it. But you've got to do something too. You've got to walk it out. You can't just look at it and say, oh, that looks so cute. Oh, that's just so great. No, you've got to be willing to walk it out. And so guess what? That means you have to remove all fear. You have to remove all limitations. It is no longer, uh, it should even be in your mind. Yes, you're going to feel uncomfortable just to come to terms with it. I'm going to feel uncomfortable. I've not walked this road before. I have not been on this journey before. It's going to absolutely feel uncomfortable. But it's worth it for where I know God wants me to be. You know, Samantha, I think sometimes that when we're in the middle of, of, of where we are and when we're dealing with what we're dealing with, sometimes that, you know, I kind of mentioned this a little bit before, that we tend to, to rely on our emotions and our feelings sometimes to guide the shifts of our lives. And I don't want to talk about that just for a little bit because our Allowing our emotions and our feelings to guide the ship of our lives really can put us in a position, if we're not careful, if we don't have a guard on those things, in a position to where we're not leading the positive life that we want to lead. Because we have to be able to maintain our cool in the midst of hardship. We have to be able to see things clearly so that we can respond accordingly, not according to limitations, but according to, you know, the freedom that we walk in. And so, Samantha, what do you think about that? You know, have, and I know that we've all experienced this, but kind of share with us how you put a cap on your emotions, so to speak. You know that they're there, but how do you cap them in order to, to embrace the uncomfort and move beyond the limitations. 
Amen. You know, Prophet, it's one of the things that I, I realized over the course of time, because it didn't start out this way, but one of the things that I realized is that I kind of have to track my emotions in the midst of different situations. Well, how does this make me feel? Um, why, why am I saying this? Why, why does it seem like when I get to a certain point, I'm always backing up or I'm always um, – finding a way and a justified reason for me not to do a certain thing. And so when what I recognize is that when I start to track what it is that I'm that I'm that I'm feeling when I begin to track my emotions in the midst of me making certain life-changing decisions, then I begin to see that oh okay this this is a pattern, this is a habit. And so yeah, it seems like I'm always talking myself out of accomplishing the task once I reach once the pressure becomes too much or once I reach this point in the in the midst of a, a of trying to to get to my destiny, I I always seem to, you know, begin to feel this way. I always begin to say these certain things that causes me to backtrack and not have to go any further. And and I can do it, and I can find a justified reason to do it. And so um, I I believe that once we begin to recognize that, wait a minute, this is is becoming a pattern in my life. This is becoming, I I see where I'm, I reach this certain point, and I'm always uh, backing up. And it's usually me talking myself out of it, and it's it's my feelings, my emotions that are causing me to backtrack. Once we begin to track those things, then we're able to replace them with things that will allow us to to move forward that with with thoughts and 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 we we begin to remove our emotions and our feelings from the equations from the equation because we recognize that our emotions and our feelings are fickle and that they will cause us to stay in a place of insecurity, that they will cause us to stay in a place of inferiority. You know, but once we realize that, and, and from one of my favorite points, that we were we were uh, born to make manifest uh, the very presence of God, that we were born to let our light shine, shine so that others would have permission to let their light shine, then we begin to move forward without fear. And and one of the, way, the ways that we do that is that we know that God is with us. Um, that even sometimes it's, it's kind of like uh, the the whole walking on water, you know. Mm-hmm. Jesus Jesus bid me to come, and because Jesus bid me to come, and if I keep my eyes on Him, then I'm able to to stay focused on what it is that He called me to do. Even though this is a new thing, this is something that I've never uh, done before. But I'm about to step out, and I'm about to overcome fear, and I'm just going to walk on this water. Wow. So when we embrace God's presence and we can walk in the magnitude of, of the destiny that God has for our lives, because then that begins to what, as Samantha was just saying, remove the fear and we become more God focused instead of fear focused or doubt focused or whatever, whatever may be the hindrance, we begin to focus on what he, he says we're capable of doing that you're the head and not the tail, you're above only and not beneath, you're a lender and you're not a borrower. And so what do you do? You start to put yourself in that position in order to accomplish that because you know that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And God owns everything. He, he is the almighty God. And because he is, all power belongs to him. And therefore, since all power belongs to him, I'm his kid. And just like a good father, he's going to take care of his kid. That means he's equipped me with everything that I need in order to accomplish it. 
And so as we talk about living the life of your dream, recognize that in living the life of your dream, you've got to know that God gave you the dream. God gave you a dream for your life. He set a purpose before you. He set a plan before you. And you may be at a place where you are questioning that. You may be questioning your walk of faith. You may be questioning, you know, where you should be embarking upon, what should be the next direction you should go in your life. I want you to take a moment and, and just sit back and just begin to Meditate on what the last thing that God shared with you was. And if that thing has not been accomplished, I want you to think about what has been the hindrances to its accomplishment. But then I also want you to think about how you can accomplish it, how you can push forward, and then see yourself accomplishing it. Then get around people that are accomplishing it. Then put it to work, but you don't put it to work just on your own fruition. You put it to work recognizing that you've got the Word of God working with you and for you in order to help you to fulfill it. A lot of times I find that the reason why I'm not able to reach a certain place that I desire to reach is because I tried to get there without God or I tried to do it without his help. Or I tried to rush rush ahead and say, I got this, I got this, I got this. And some, and when, when I've done that, then I realized, nah, that's not where I need to be. And so I'm able to roll myself back. And now before I even get there, I realize, okay, Sir Bola, let's let's keep this in the plan. What what did God share with you? You know, let's say focus on what he said. And, and we're not going to launch, you know, 30 paces ahead because it's a good idea. No, I'm going to keep myself balanced. And I'm not going to go 30 feet ahead of myself. No, today, I may want to do that. You know, it's like you got that um, that carrot out there, and it's 100 yards out, but you, you know, you steal that 100 yards back. So you got to take your time to get to that place to where you are at that point to get the carrot. But you don't rush ahead. You, you go at the pace that you're supposed to go at so that you don't miss what you need to, to experience along the journey. And I think that a lot of times in our lives, we're in such a rush, but who's keeping, who's keeping track of that clock? Who's the one that's keeping track of that clock? You know, that, that you have to rush to get everything that you want to get accomplished in life. Who is tracking that clock? Who is creating that urgency? And I think that's the question you have to ask yourself. Why am I in such a rush to see this happen? Why am I, you know, trying to push forward here and knowing that if I, if I rush too far ahead, that I'm going to be prone to self-sabotage because I'm going to overcommit myself, I'm going to exhaust myself, I'm going to, you know, put myself in a position to where I'm not going to see the things that happen the way that I want them to happen. Why? Because I've, I've gone 100 paces out when I'm only 100 paces back, I'm only supposed to be 100 paces back so that I can, what, enjoy the journey. And enjoying the journey, I can learn in the process. I think it was a couple of episodes back that we talked about um, understanding the, the, instant, the instantaneous mentality and recognizing that everything doesn't have to come instantaneously, you know, and, and recognizing that, that, for example, a baby is born. And when a baby is born, a baby just, just doesn't turn into an adult within an hour. You know, we all know that. But in our lives, when we experience one thing, we're instantly, if we, if we have this great idea, which is our baby, we instantly an hour later or a week later or a month later, we want that to be a full-grown adult. Now, if a baby comes out of a womb, and it has to 
grow every year and experience stuff every year, that idea, that vision, that dream that God has for us, it has to go through the process as well. What we have to do is to not place the limitations on ourselves. And one of those limitations that I feel that we've done is trying to rush out ahead because we're trying to keep up with some clock that we are the ones who've established. We've, we're trying to press fast forward when we just need to just press play and enjoy the journey. What do you think about that, Rebecca? Amen, Prophetess. Um, you know, when it comes to us putting too much pressure on ourselves, I, you know, one of the things that I realized even in my pursuit of of um, the graduate degree that I'm, I'm pursuing, um, they sent me a a list of classes that I was to take, and if I take these classes in the order that they put them in or in the time frame that they put them in, then I would graduate at this particular time. Um, everything in me wants to graduate as soon as possible. I want to get it over as soon as possible. But what I recognize with everything that I have on my plate in my life, wait a minute, I can't go according to your pace. I'm still going to reach my goal. I'm still going to accomplish my task. That's a foregone conclusion in my mind. It's made up in my mind, my heart, you know, but what I realize is that if I go according to your pace, I'm going to begin to drop things. Um, It's going to be too much for me. I'm going to begin to um, possibly fail at something that I know that I'm supposed to, a, a goal that I know I'm supposed to reach a destiny moment that I know I'm supposed to accomplish. And so I had to push reset. The goal is still the same. I'm still going to reach my destiny. I can't, but I can't do it at the rate that you want me to do it at. Um, and so I had to come to terms with that. And I think a lot of times when we're talking about reaching our destiny moment, when we're talking about reaching our goal, we have to recognize, well, who are you doing this for? Am I doing it for myself? Is it something that, that, um, for myself to help others, do I know that I'm still going to get there? Is my eye still on the prize? And am I willing to to walk this journey out uh, no matter how long it takes because it's something that I'm supposed to do? And so you're absolutely right, Prophet, is that there are times when we have to do things at the the rate that God is in the place the pace that God has placed us on because we recognize all of the things that we have um, on our plate in our lives as women. And there are often many because we are, we are women. We are people that, you know, that have um, the ability to multitask and the ability to, to, um, take care of many things in our lives, but we want to do them with the spirit of excellence. And when you want to do things with the spirit of excellence, you have to count up the cost and say, okay, um, I'm going to do this, but can I? how much of it can I do at this moment? And when you count up those costs, you're able to keep things in perspective and continue to operate in a spirit of excellence as you pursue your destiny moment. I love that. I love how you said that we have to count up the cost to keep things in perspective. And I think that that's, in, that's an area where we just have to be aware of as we are continuing to embrace what God has placed before us. Because I remember many times where I ha- I was on this clock and, and I would be like, I have to get this done by this certain time. And then, you know, I had to realize that, you know, and it took a couple of years, I'm just going to be honest, it took a couple of years for me to realize, well, well, who gave me that deadline? Who is the one who placed that deadline? And, and I think it was my husband at one point had asked me because I was in the um, middle of doing a, another CD and, 
And I was like, I have to have it done by a certain period of time. And he said, well, why? Why do you have to rush to get this done by a certain period of time? I said, because I want to have it done by that. You want it done by that. Okay, why do you want it done by that? And he just began to walk me through where I was at the time. And, and I'm rushing to do something to get something out, but he knew that if I continued to rush to get something out, that it was not going to be, that I wasn't going to be pleased with the, the end product because it wasn't going to be the quality of, of what I knew it should be. And so we have to embrace the journey that we are on. If, if you feel that you're behind in some shape, form, or fashion, then it's okay. Embrace the fact that you feel that you may be behind, but that does not re- mean that you have to press fast forward to hurry up and get to a place. Sometimes you may feel that you're behind because there are things that you may have wanted to accomplish. And, and in all actuality, you might just have to just let go of that, limita- that limitating thought. If you missed an opportunity because of fear or limitation, the way you deal with that is by saying, I won't miss the next opportunity due to fear or limitation. Not, I'm going to go back and get that opportunity and try to make that thing happen now. And I'm going to hurry up and get it done because it needs to hurry up and happen. No, balance yourself out and decide, okay, how can I do this thing differently? How can I look at this thing differently? You know, what am I doing this thing for, as Samantha just said? And I love the fact that, you know, you brought out, Samantha, that because we're ambitious women, we are pushing forward to successful outcomes in every aspect of our lives. So we're not just looking at just, you know, small things. We're, we're, looking, we're looking at great things, and we're saying, hey, I'm going to accomplish this great goal, you know, in my life, and I believe that I can do it, and so I'm going after it fearlessly. One of the things that I want to encourage you guys with as we go into the last couple of minutes of our broadcast, I'm going to let Samantha share with us as well, is that, you know, as you're pushing forward in your life, don't allow fear to be a limitation for you. Don't be afraid. You're not by yourself. You're not on this journey alone. And I want you to keep springing forward fearlessly. Uh, That is our theme for next month in April is how to spring forward fearlessly, to keep moving forward, to keep moving in the direction where you need to be and removing all the fear out of your life in order to get to that place. Samantha, if you would share with us, uh, we have about five more minutes and just share with us some closing remarks um, about how you felt about this, this segment that we did this month on No More Limits. Amen. I, I just felt, of course, Prophet is, is, has been an awesome segment. Um, one of the things I wanted to say, we, we discussed um, on last week, you know, having that, that mentor around us that we're not, and, and not being afraid. Um, you, you had discussed one of the things that, um, in reference to mentorship, you were saying that, um, <clears throat> that a lot of times people can't handle your story from the perspective of uh, they don't believe that you've been through what you've been through when you begin to share your testimony with them. And one of the things that got a place on my heart is that a lot of times it's easy for people to reject um, the testimony of, of progress. It's easy for people to reject the testimony of destiny because that means that if you did it, if you overcame, if you accomplished in spite of, then it removes the the um, 
the excuse for me not to accomplish. And so people will, they will migrate, they will, they will um, gather themselves together with someone who has, who makes them feel comfortable, who hasn't accomplished, who hasn't overcame the obstacles that they've had to overcome because it's easy to sit in that place of do nothing. But when you know that you are a woman of destiny, when you know that you are a woman that God created fearlessly to accomplish fearless tasks, then you have to put yourself in that place and in that position with people who have accomplished even more than you have accomplished, people who are in the place that you're trying to get to. You have to Accept the fact that yes, we all go through things. Yes, we all have things that we have to overcome in order to get to our destiny. That's part of the testimony. But when we put ourselves in that place and in that position of saying, I can overcome, I can overcome even the what in my mind is the worst of things in order to accomplish this, then we recognize that uh, the the things that we saw as high hurdles were really just many uh, many molehills, and we're able to leap over them and and joyfully do them on our way to our destiny, but we have to put ourselves in that place and in that position of knowing and and being willing to accomplish that things and putting ourselves in that position with people who will push us to our destiny. We absolutely have a choice. We can surround ourselves with people that will keep us down, people that will keep us in that place of do nothing with them, people who will um, make us feel comfortable in that place of do nothing. Uh, we can put ourselves and we can surround ourselves with people who are who are goal accomplishers, people who are, are destiny motivators and destiny movers. We can put ourselves in, in that place with people who are God chasers and we can see that we can we can accomplish anything, that the scripture is correct. I can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens me. And and Pastor Tony was doing a study on that particular scripture, Philippians four and thirteen, and the, the I can mean that God continually endows us with strength to accomplish the task and goal. When we have our mindset that God has equipped us and he's, he's, um, he's, uh, ignited us with the, the power the, to accomplish anything that we, we set our minds to because when we're, we're God people, we recognize that when we set our minds to it, it's really God that, that even plants the seed of the thought that we have. And if he's planting the seed of the thought that we have, that means that we can accomplish it because he gave us the ability to accomplish it. When we have that type of mindset, then we become people who are fearless in every aspect of our lives, and we can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens us. Wow. Amen. Amen. Ladies, take that in. And we, we're so grateful that you guys joined us today on the broadcast. As always, we enjoy every single opportunity we have to share with you. And we are out of time, but we're definitely not out of empowerment for you. Please join us next week on the broadcast at the same time and invite someone to join with you. God bless you. We love you so much. And thank you for being on the broadcast today. Thank you for joining the conversation with us today. We want to hear from you. So go to our website at www.women-camp.com and share your comments with us and gain more information on the Women Camp community and upcoming events. As always, thank you for tuning in today. We wish you well and have a wonderful day.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.